Hello, welcome and thank you for joining us today on Friend of God, brought to you by Friendship Baptist Church in Sturgis, Mississippi. It is our goal every week to bring the Word of God to as many people as possible. We pray that you enjoy today's message, but more importantly, we pray that it changes your heart and provokes life change and action. God bless, and please listen from your heart. Enjoy. Uh, today we'll be looking at spiritual gifts from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1-13. through 13. It's a two-part series, so next week we'll be hitting up the other half of this, but this week is an introductory kind of beginning of what, what spiritual gifts are and then how we might use them. Spiritual gifts are bestowed upon Christian believers after they accept Jesus as Lord and Savior and begin to serve in the church and serve as a disciple and do the things that are necessary to grow in their faith and utilize the gifts and abilities that they've been given. Spiritual gifts. Everybody has a spiritual gift, but not everybody has all spiritual gifts. So there's many different gifts. So let's look at verses 1 through 3 of chapter 12. Verse 1 says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to the mute idols, however you were led. Therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God, Jesus is accursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. We all have spiritual gifts. We cannot continue to act like we did in the former way, but we're acting in the new life that we have in Jesus Christ. And so God gives us, the Holy Spirit gives us, the ability to to speak and to do certain things for His glory. Things that we're great at. Things that He's given us that He is wanting us to use for His kingdom's sake and also for the church and the growth that needs to happen. So spiritual gifts are are evident, and everyone who is a believer in Christ has a gift or gifts that edify the Spirit. As we begin to develop that, uh, there's many different gifts that are available, but the same Spirit. Verse 4 says, Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. The end result is, is that Our result is, where does it come from? Where does it emanate from? It comes from the Holy Spirit developing in our lives and calling us to greater and better things that we can do for His glory. So it comes from the Spirit. It doesn't come from us studying enough. It doesn't come from us doing enough research. It doesn't come from us doing all these things. It starts with the Holy Spirit's presence in our life, and it goes out from there. Now, it, it can grow, it can, it, it can continue to prosper in our lives if we utilize it as we should. Verse 5, verse 5 says, And there are varieties of ministries and the same Lord. Again, pointing back to the variety of things that do happen within the church, the ministries, the, the ways that people serve and are served in the church. There is the same Lord. Again, the focus on that. Verse 6 says, There are varieties of effects, but the same God who works 
all things and all persons. So God is at work. The results are His. We are to do what He has given to us. Verse 7 says, But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. In other words, what we are given benefits others around us or benefits the whole for God and for His kingdom's sake. We see that that, that happens. The this, this Spirit, the manifestation of the Spirit, God in us and through us, through the Holy Spirit, gives us the ability to do these things that, that edify His kingdom. There are so many different gifts as we begin to look at it. Verses 8-11. through 11. Verse 8 says, For to the one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, and to another the word of knowledge according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, and to another gifts of healing by one Spirit, and to another the effecting of miracles, and to the other prophecy, and to the other distinguishing of spirits, to various kinds of tongues, and to other another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing each one individually just as He wills. So there's a variety of gifts. There's, there's things that we are bestowed with, we're given, whether they are discernment, whether they are variously, various other ones, preaching, faith, all these other things that are there, they are very much given to us by Him and start with Him. But it is... His gift in us that gives us the ability. There are, there are so many of us that can do things that no one else can do. That's why it's important that each one of us takes on the gifts and abilities that we've been given in the Spirit and utilizes those to serve God. You, chances are, have gifts that I don't have, have spiritual gifts and abilities that utilizing them helps the church remain healthy and reaching out and doing the things that it ought to be able to be doing and standing together. So using these spiritual gifts, working together, we are all part of the same body. We are all part of the same structure here, the church. We are all part of the kingdom of God. And in so doing our part, it affects the whole. It affects all. It's important to understand that all working together in the Spirit, what keeps all of our gifts and all that we do is what is our goal. Our goal is to edify the kingdom. Our goal is to allow for the Holy Spirit to transform our minds and hearts and our lives and take the gifts and abilities that we've been given and using those. It's not one of those things where we say, I am going to do this because I feel comfortable doing this, but we are going to do what we're called to do because it's Christ within us at work. And when He is in us at work, that is when we bear much fruit for His kingdom's sake. It's not something we can come up with on our own. It's something that comes and stems and emanates from God Himself through the Holy Spirit through us. It is very much distinguishable to those that are searching and looking in the outside. So all working together, there should also be unity in Christ. Unity in Christ. If I were to ask you on this day, what would it mean for the church to be unified? Does it mean that we are all moving in the common goal and the common purpose for the glory of God? 
everything that's going on around us will seemingly have us to pull out our own point of view or our own understanding or our own uh, idea about something, and many of us get at odds. However, what is our ultimate goal? Our ultimate goal is to see others come to know Jesus Christ, for the church to grow and prosper, and for the entire world to know the name of Christ as Lord and Savior. Our goal is greater than our personal grievances. We have to lay some things aside and use the gifts we've been given for God's glory. These gifts are not something we hang above other people's heads and say, I can do this, you can't do this, so I'm going to have my point of view made. It's that the whole church stands united. And when the whole church is united, there's not a force in this world that can stand against the people of God moving as one. There's a great difference in understanding what it looks like when you and I are fighting against the darkness of this world when we come with one light or come with a room full of lights. It's a distinct difference when you and I use our gifts and abilities for the whole, for His kingdom's sake, versus choosing not to use ours and just letting somebody else do something. There's always something missing when you or I choose not to use the gifts that God has been given, God has given to us through the Spirit. We all have so many different gifts, but we are together in the Spirit. Verse 12 and 13, it says, For even as the body is one, and yet has many members, and all the members of the body, though they are many, are one body, so also is Christ. Verse 13, For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and we are all made to drink of one Spirit. We are all meant to stand in unity. You and I, if we take an assessment, there's more cause for us to stand together, more reasons for you and I to stand together, more kingdom Holy Spirit manifestation in our lives and all these things that contribute to the church as a whole than we have that separates us. We allow those one things, the small things, the little things to get inside and cause so much chaos within the church body. We have to ask ourselves, will it benefit the kingdom of God if I am not doing, leading, serving, utilizing my gifts in the manner that I know pleases God. Because when we are doing what is pleasing to God, leaving ourselves out of the equation in the sense of, I want my personal needs to be met, but I want God's wisdom and power and spirit to take and manifest in my life I want to do and utilize the gifts I've been given for the edification of the Spirit. I want to do all these things for God's glory. And I want to bring the church together, whatever it takes. Gifts of the Spirit. In explaining some of the gifts of the Spirit, this illustration is given uh, with with understanding that, that we are all operating with additional time right now. But we need to be utilizing the tools that we are afforded. Let's look at this. 
Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, he who teaches in his teaching, he who exhorts in his exhortation, he who contributes in liberality, he who gives aid with zeal, he who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness, to each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given the spirit of utterance of wisdom, and to the other the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To the other, uh, gifts of healing by one Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, the ability to distinguish between spirits. To another, various kinds of tongues. To another, interpretation of tongues. All of these are inspired by one and the same Spirit, who apportions to each one individually as he wills. And his gifts were that some should be apostles, some should be prophets, some should be evangelists, some pastors, some teachers, to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for the building up of the body, until we attain the unity that the faith and knowledge in the Son of Jesus Christ, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ." So whoever speaks as one who utters oracles of God, whoever renders service as one who renders it by strength which God supplies, in order in everything God may be glorified through Christ Jesus, to Him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. So you and I have a lot of time right now. You and I have, have so much additional time right now, whether we chose to have that time or not, we have so much additional time. Are we utilizing the tools that we've been afforded, the gifts of the Spirit? Are we utilizing them as we ought to for His kingdom's sake? Secondly, you and I work better together. We are one body with many gifts. When we have deficiencies, deficient areas where people aren't doing what they ought to do, it it prohibits the overall growth of the church as a whole. So you and I doing our part to the very best of God's ability in us, the Spirit manifesting itself in us, moving ahead will cause all of us to stand firm in unity, moving in the same direction for the same Spirit that lives within us. We all have different things to contribute, different spiritual gifts, but we are all meant to work together for God's common goal in our lives. Thirdly, we should all have the same goal. What's your goal? What's your goal? As a believer in Christ, your goal should be that you have compassion and passion for telling the gospel to those in this world who have yet to hear. For those in your life who do not know the name of Jesus Christ. For those who who may come in the future that may not understand what we are going through today. They need to understand that the gospel message triumphs over all, that we all are giving in the same thing. There's so many people that are saying today, I don't have anything to offer. If we are a child of Christ, then we have so much to afford and offer this world. And our story, whether big or small, is is God's story in our life. Our abilities and gifts that we've been given Utilizing Him in the proper way helps others come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. As a church, as a body of believers, we all have to utilize what we've been given in the days and the time ahead. 
we should all have the same goal of glorifying God in all that we do. Fourthly, we ought to be unified in Christ. Connection and connected with all that binds us. How many of you can think of attributes of your brother and sister in Christ that are similar more so than different? You might say, well, well, pastor, we're all different. We look different. We all have different things that we do for occupations, but we have what connects us is the same spirit. So we should want our brothers and sisters to prosper just as much as we want the kingdom of God to prosper. They are one and the same because if we are doing what God says and we're serving in the church through the Holy Spirit's power, utilizing the gifts and abilities He's given us, then it stands to reason that the common man, our brothers and sisters, will benefit from that. But even more so, those that are yet to come to know Jesus Christ and the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ will have that time and, and introduction, that ability in us and all that we do to see Him. So how are you and I remaining unified or connected or are there things during this time we need to take out? We need to call from our lives. We need to let go. We need to bring about healing. We need to allow to just pass by. We need to make a personal promise that we won't let personal things get in the middle of what God is trying to do in His church. There's too many things on the line today for us to seek personal gain. We've got to look forward to what Christ is doing in our life and as we're growing, how we might use and serve in those capacities for the overarching goal of the kingdom of God. How are you doing that? I began to think about what this might look like when we're operating together as one body. Now, if you've been familiar, and maybe, you, maybe you've never seen these, but the great redwood trees, there are a lot of them in California, there are a lot of them, and you see these massive trees that are, I mean, just as tall as tall can be. You're thinking like Statue of Liberty and bigger. These trees are huge. You could drive cars through them. They are giant. If you've ever been and stood by them, I mean, you look like an ant that crawls along the ground. They're just so massive in structure. But what happens when one dies? What happens when one of those redwood trees die? Well, the others that are around them, surrounding them, interlock the roots of that one and hold it up. How do you and I look at those around us and use our gifts and abilities to strengthen them, holding them up as they serve, and working together to make all things strong in Christ. Unified in Christ means that we don't have deficiencies, but yet we all work towards the common goal for the kingdom's sake until Christ calls us home. We set aside all the petty things which separate us and we look at what connects us. And we decide that it's more important for the kingdom 
and the glorification of the kingdom, for those who don't know Christ to come to know Christ, for those who are here and are occupying a, a seat or a computer screen or a phone screen right now to know Christ, to grow in Christ, and to get out and tell somebody. It's more important that we use our gifts for the Spirit of God who gives each one of us for the kingdom's sake, for the growth of His church. We need one another. That's what's so hard about this time right now. We can't get together physically. We can't see each other when we're in our greatest time of need. But what we can do is allow for this to be a time where God takes us and shows us what's most important, helps us discern and see the gifts and abilities He's given us. And if you don't know that, there are so many gifts, inventories out there that you can look at your spiritual gift and get an idea. But make sure you look at a reputable one. And if you are seeing one that's out there that you want to utilize, just contact me and I'll be able to help you walk through that. And we can look through some of that. That's the great thing about, uh, about the ways that we are connected right now. Zoom, we're connected through Facebook, we're connected through Instagram, Twitter, phones, texting, FaceTime, so many different facets, more so than ever before, we are putting the Word of God into use. But let's not forget what we've been gifted with, what we've been given, and using it for His sake. Spiritual gifts, we each have one. Now it's my challenge to you that you allow the Holy Spirit to do a great work in your life for the church's sake, for the kingdom's sake. Let's pray. Father God, we come this time. God, we come for you and we just ask, God, that you just fill up our life, that you let nothing take place in our life that is not seeking after you. God, we have so much time these days on our hands to, to think about what is going wrong or what we could do or what someone else could do. Heavenly Father, let us look to our own lives to say, God, what are you doing in my life? How are you growing and shaping me? What needs to be taken out? What's most important? God, how can you utilize the gifts and abilities you've given me for your kingdom's sake, for your church's sake, so that your message might get out to the masses? Heavenly Father, there are so many that are looking for answers right now. They're looking and purchasing Bibles, looking at videos, watching things online, attending church services, never have before, but are doing it right now, trying to make sense of all things. Father God, they're looking for God's people, Christians, to do what, what God, you've given us to do already, the abilities through the Holy Spirit. They're looking for us to not separate ourselves, but to stand together. When we stand together, we're not easily taken down. Father God, as a church, we need to stand together on your word, allowing for your word to manifest itself in big and small ways, God, that we might not benefit ourselves, but we might edify your kingdom, that we might grow in our knowledge and understanding of you, and in so doing so, how we might serve others' needs greater than our own, how we might love others and love well, putting their needs and their wants above my own. God, I pray as this goes along and we begin to 
ask many questions. Father God, I pray that every answer comes from your spirit and in your leading. In the days ahead, God, lead God and direct us in all that we do for your kingdom's sake and for your glory. Amen. Thank you for joining the Friendship Family today. We know that your time is the most valuable item you have, and we are enormously grateful that you chose to share it with us. If you would like to know more about Friendship Baptist Church, please visit our website, friendshipsturges.com, or our Facebook page at facebook.com slash fbcms. Both can be found in the show notes below. If you would leave a rating or review for our new podcast, we would be very appreciative. And if you would share it with others, we would be eternally grateful. We pray that you have a God-filled day. And remember, love God, love people, and reach the world. Have a good day.